Thank you for tuning into the Apostolic Pentecostal Church podcast. You are currently listening to one of our iGrow series lessons. If you're in the Bloomington, Illinois area and want to sit in person, feel free to join us Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. for Bible study and Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. for worship in the Word. Can't make it in person? No big deal. Find us on YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram and search Apostolic Pentecostal Church. Either way, we'd love to fellowship and worship with you. We hope to see you. How is everybody tonight? Good? All right. All right. We thank you for being in here. Amen. We are going to learn about a superhero of the Bible. Amen. Uh, Joseph. So, if everybody wanted Joseph, you're in the right class, right? Okay. Um, just a little bit about me. Sometimes I get a little excited when I teach. I hope that you get excited with me. All right. Uh, the amens and all that work as well. All right. Uh, Joseph. Question came to my mind, why Joseph? Right? You ever sit there and wonder why a certain person? Why Joseph? Um, so tonight we're going to find out why Joseph. Okay? And not only just to know the story, know his story, but also that we can apply it to our life. Okay, um, I see people in here have been around for a while, so mostly everybody's familiar with the story of Joseph, right? Amen. Okay, um, we know that he was uh, put in some hard situations, amen, uh, ones that he didn't ask to be in. Okay, so let's start here. Genesis 37 starts off saying, and Jacob. Or, in some versions, now Jacob dwelt in the land wherein his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. All right, let's start there. Now Jacob, right? Now Jacob. When we look at Joseph, we have to understand where he comes from. Joseph is the son of Jacob, right? We want to understand his lineage, meaning his ancestors, his line, and his heritage, okay? Um, his heritage is his, his uh, identity that his family carries, okay? It's what's reserved for Joseph. It's what's reserved for that heritage. Jacob is the son of Isaac, and Isaac the son of Abraham. And Abraham had covenants with God. All this will make sense in a moment, amen? Just roll with me. Let's look at something that was said to Abraham. Amen. Genesis 12, verse 1 through 3. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, and to the land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Okay, this is with Abraham. Out of Abraham, all the families of the earth are going to be blessed. We go down to Genesis 17, verse 1 through 7. And when Abram... Was 19, 90 years old and nine, 90 years of 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram 
and said unto him, I am the Almighty God. Walk before me, and be thou perfect, and I will make my covenant between me and thee, and I will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations, neither shall thy name be any more called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham, for a father of many nations of thee. And kings shall come out of, out of thee, and I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee, and their generations for everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee, and to thy seed after thee. Amen. We have one more. Genesis 22 and 16. And said by himself, this is the Lord speaking, by, my, by myself I have sworn, saith the Lord. For because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, he's speaking of Isaac, thy only son, that in, that in blessing I will bless thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thee, thee seed, thy seed, as the stars of the heaven. And as the sand of which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. The blessing of Abraham. Amen. This is the blessing. We see a lot of this is carrying on through the families of the world. Not only through the families of the world, but the covenant is going to continue through the line of Abraham. Amen. Do you have anything that you want to continue uh, with your kids? With, their, with the next generation to come? Right? We want to know. I want to know that when James is old and has a child, I leave something not only for James, but for the child. Okay? So this is what God is saying. I'm leaving you something. And it's going to continue. You have a covenant with me. All right. And the blessing of Abraham continued through Isaac. And Isaac blessed Jacob of the carrier of that blessing, or we can call it the birthright. Now, Jacob. Jacob, we know, wrestled with an angel. And he said, Genesis 32, 26 through 30. And he said, let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go. This is Jacob wrestling with the angel. Except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. We know this Israel also passed a blessing to his children. Amen. Uh, who the twelve tribes came from. For as a prince... Hast thou power with God and man? I want to stop right there, right? Because that's exactly what we want. We want power with God and man. We want favor with God and man. Amen. And hast prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou doest ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Penel. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. 
This is Joseph's father. So you have a father who wrestled with God. Amen. You have a great grandfather who has covenant with God. And a father of many nations. Okay. This is Joseph's line. This is his pedigree. This is what he came from. Uh, sometimes we can look back over our life and say, you know, if it had not been for my family's sake, amen, I don't know where I'd be. If it had not been for somebody in my family doing this, I don't know where I'd be. Right? right? All right. Um, so let's get into Joseph. Genesis 37, verse 2 through 3. These are the generations of jo Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brother. And the lad was with the son of Bilhau. You practice these 20 times and you still never pronounce it. I know you need to pronounce it, all right? <laughs> and with the sons of Zilphau, his father's watch. And Joseph brought into his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and made him a coat of many colors. Let's stop right there. Can anybody give me one more reason why Joseph would be the favorite of Jacob? Rachel. Rachel. Rachel, we know Jacob also labored to have Rachel, right? All right. So we look at this coat of many colors. A coat of many colors was a, well, it was decorative, okay? It was lavish, uh, something that everybody might not get, right? It was likely to be long-sleeved, which meant the one wearing it wasn't expected to do labor or much labor. It was a sign representing royalty. And as we go through the story, you can kind of see how that would play perfect into Joseph's life. It was also a symbol of Jacob's favoritism and indicated, could have indicated, Jacob's desire to turn the family birthright to Joseph. Okay? So we look at Joseph. Amen. Am I, am I doing good so far? All right, we're getting somewhere. All right. I like that amen. Keep them coming. All right. We'll read Genesis 37, 3 through 11. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children, because he was the son of his old age, and made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw their, fa their father loved him more than all his brothers. They hated him and could not speak peaceable unto him. And Joseph dreamed a dream and told it, and told it to his brother. And they hated him yet the more. And he said unto them, Here, I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. So not only did his family hate him right now because he is having dreams, amen, uh, not only does his family hate him because he is the favorite, but now they're going to find another reason to hate him. Oh, let's see. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheep arose. 
and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood around about, and they bowed to my sheep. And my, his brethren said unto him, Shalt thou indeed reign over us, or shalt thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words. And he dreamed yet another dream, and told his, for he dreamed yet another dream, and told it to his brethren, and said, Behold, I have dreamed a dream more. And behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars are going to bow to me. And he told it to his father and to his brethren. And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren indeed come to bow ourselves to, to the earth? And his brethren envied him, but his father observed this saying. What can we gather so far from Joseph? We see Joseph uh, as a young man, right? We can gather that Joseph had to be trustworthy. He had to. Mm -hmm. Joseph's father is sending him to go check on his brothers. Now, at any time, Joseph could get mad, could get angry at his brothers. Right? Could, could try to get back at his brothers and bring an evil report just because. Anybody had a sibling do that to you? <laughs> All right. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so we see that Joseph had to be trusted even at a young age. We see that Joseph had favor on his life from his father. Not only his physical, his, his earthly father, but by the dreams that Joseph gathered, we see he had favor with God. We see Joseph had a spiritual gift, and he dreamed prophecy of his very own purpose. Why would his brothers hate him? Why would, why would Joseph's brothers hate him? We, we know he had the coat of many colors. Is there anything else? Anything else? All right. The uh, evil report that he brought back. The evil report. Okay? So we know sometimes just doing good can get us in hot water with other people. Okay? Right? As I said, they could see that um, their father favored him mm -hmm. over them. They didn't get the same treatment. Is anybody a favorite child? Uh, all right. Uh -huh. Now, I know when I was younger, I was not, but I have something to rub in everybody else's face because I'm older and mom loves me more. Amen? So I can rub it all in. Right? All right. Any others? Any other reason we may think of? All right. Traditionally, the birthright was not passed to the youngest. Traditionally, the birthright was passed to the oldest son. So we can see how this might cause a little conflict, right? When Reuben was supposed to get a blessing, the birthright, they all got blessings, but the birthright was supposed to go to somebody else. And now we're looking at Joseph, who is the youngest at this time, and saying, hold on now. He doesn't have to work as hard as we do. You give him a nice coat. Uh, he comes and tells on us. Give him a birthright. 
So we can see why there would be some contention there. We have to put ourselves in their shoes. Okay? And even in his father's rebuke, saying, am I and your mother going to bow to you? Even in his rebuke, he said, I have to think about this thing. If these dreams are real, I have to think about this. Right? Sometimes we're not always happy with what we hear people say God said. All right? Sometimes we're like, no, oh, God can take that one back and you can go on somewhere, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. So continuing with the story, Joseph is sent out to check on his brothers one more time. Okay? Uh, with a little bit of help along the way, he sees his brothers and his brothers see him. And as Joseph approaches, they plot to kill him. Okay? They plot to kill him, and they, when he gets to them, he, they take the coat. They take the coat. They strip from Joseph what was gifted to him. And what was gifted to him represented the royalty, right? It represented his purpose. But how many know, no matter what people say to you, no matter what people do to you, Right? Because we do have to apply the teaching to ourselves. It does not matter. They cannot strip us of our purpose. Right. They cannot strip us of our royalty, of our, of our priesthood in the kingdom. Amen? Right. Amen. All right. I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's calm down. <laughs> Nobody can strip you of God's favor on your life. We know that God's gifts come without repentance, and he doesn't change the purpose of our life uh, according to what men think, okay? So, they can plot, they can execute. Well, they can try to execute. They can talk bad, they can badmouth, they can lie. They can even turn their backs on them. But what do we know from Scripture? Isaiah 54 and 17 says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And any tongue that rises up against us uh, in judgment, thou shalt condemn. For this is, the this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. So it doesn't matter how hard they try. You can't kill Joseph, and you can't kill us. There was a heritage that was passed to Joseph. It was a heritage of servants of the Lord. God had covenant with Abraham and was passed down. And Joseph's righteousness was of the Lord and was confirmed through dreams and position. They couldn't kill him. They can't kill us. The same for you and I. The blood of Jesus is our covenant with our Father. Right. Okay? Nobody can break that. Right. We have a covenant with Jesus. And we draw from this heritage of service, leading all the way back to that blood. And it is of our faith in the resurrection that gives us imputed righteousness. The same righteousness that was passed down from Abraham is the same righteousness that is passed down to us. The same righteousness was on Joseph. Making sense? All right. Amen. So, they try to kill Joseph. 
Reuben ends up stepping up for him. I'm going to paraphrase for the sake of time. Reuben ends up stepping up for him, saying, no, we cannot put our blood on his hands. I mean, we cannot put his blood on our hands. We can't do this. He was ended up thrown into a pit. Out of that pit, he ended up being sold to the Ishmaelites. And after being sold to the Ishmaelites, he was taken down to Egypt, and we know he was sold to a man named Potiphar. And Potiphar was an office of Pharaoh, so uh, Potiphar had a little bit of status. Amen? And the scripture says, Genesis 39, 2 through 4. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he had, all that he did to prosper in his hand. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think of Joseph, I'm kind of reminded of Daniel, right? How, how Daniel had an excellent spirit. Now, Joseph was in bondage, prospering. Right. Okay? He was not free to go. He was an actual servant. And he prospered. The favor of the Lord was on Joseph, and he prospered in his bondage. And this kind of relates to us because, listen, we will go through things in life, correct? Right. All right. But we can't prosper when we're bitter. Right. This shows something about Joseph's character. Right. He wasn't bitter even though he was sold by his brother, the people who are supposed to love you more. I know that we can all think of a time where somebody had did us wrong, especially somebody who wasn't supposed to. Right. Right? But if we hold on to that and we are bitter, we cannot prosper. We can't choose to be a victim. We can't look at every situation in our life and say, I'm a victim. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, it's me. Right? right? We can't do that. We, we can't prosper doing that. We can't let tragedy determine our life. Right. Okay? True. Bad things are going to happen. Yes. Okay? We're still human, even though we're in the kingdom of God. Bad things are going to happen. But that does not determine our outcome. Like I said, this speaks volumes about the character of Joseph. If you can get one situation in your mind that somebody did you wrong, just think about how long you've had held on to it. We might still be holding on to it. Right. Can, can I just speak how, how I feel it? All right. Sometimes we are in church for years. True. Right. We, we, we do a, something on this board. We do something on that board and that board. But we're still holding on to something that is keeping us from truly prospering in our relationship with the Lord. Yes. Okay? So this is where we have to examine. What am I holding on to? What am I bitter about? Am I looking at myself as a victim? Because I don't know about you. I want to be like Joseph. Yes. Okay? Thank you, Jesus. I'm feeling good now. All right. <laughs> All right. Genesis 39 and 4. And Joseph found grace in his sight. And he served him. And he, and he served him. And he made him overseer over his house. And all that he had, he put into his hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer of his house. And over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the, Egypt, the Egyptian's house for Joseph's 
sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. And he knew uh, that he didn't have to worry about anything going on. And Joseph was a godly person and well-favored. Let me ask you. You bring a servant into your house. Forget it. Let's just say you got people hanging around your house. Okay? <laughs> what would it take for you to allow somebody to rule over your household? This is something that we have to think about. Because this is the situation that Joseph was in. Joseph was just a little Hebrew boy. Looked down upon on the Egyptians. There were plenty of other Egyptians that could have, could have easily not filled the role but been in the place. Right. But Potiphar chose Joseph. So, so let me ask you, think about that. What would it take? Anybody? But think about this. He, he gave Joseph rule over his house. Because I'm, I'm with you. Man, you can come and help out. But uh, <laughs> it's my house. <laughs> right? Yes. So we have to look at his character once again. He had to be trustworthy. Okay? Joseph had to have a great deal of respect for people. Okay? Not for people. If I'm going to entrust you with anything in life, I want to know that you're going to treat it the same way I treat it. Right. Okay? I want to know uh, uh, that, that when I come home at night, everything's not going to be blown up. Right. Okay? Yes. That the people in my house aren't going to be fighting because of what you have done. These are things that would actually happen. Right? Potiphar didn't have to worry about anything when Joseph was around. That is good character. Very good character. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. But we are still a shining light in this world. Amen? Yes. So, on our jobs, in our church, in our family, mm -hmm. okay? I don't care if we go to the park. We should be a blessing to somebody. Right. Okay? We should have enough character, just like Joseph did, to walk in anywhere and have position. Just based off of our character, what people see, how do we treat each other. Big question. What can God trust me with? Okay? Think about this. What can God trust me with? And if we desire something, I think this is something that we have to ask ourselves. Am I ready for what I desire? Alright. That's that's favor. That is definite favor. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I get a little cocky in the Lord. It's in the Lord, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but my last job that I was at, it was just me and, and the boss, the owner. And I would tell him, listen, Joe, his name was Joe. I said, you know how much business you've done this year compared to last year? <laughs> Probably shouldn't say his name, huh? Okay. <laughs> I said, do you know how much business we've done this year compared to last year? 
I said, Joe, it's because I'm here. You don't know who I walk with. I'm here. Okay? And, and, and this was me not being very good at the job. But I'm here, so we got to be blessed. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> but this is, this, listen, this is kingdom. Amen? This is kingdom. All right. So, Joseph was in position with Potiphar. But of course, of course, uh, nothing's easy. So, Potiphar's wife takes interest in Joseph, we know, okay, and she wants to lay with him. Joseph refuses, and she ends up lying on Joseph anyway. And, and just my personal opinion, I don't think she was necessarily attracted to Joseph. I believe she was attracted to the favor that Joseph had, okay? When I was young, they would always say, hey, listen, the girls aren't just looking at you, okay, because you got good hair, okay? You, <laughs> they're looking at you because you are really serving the Lord, okay? So we have to look at that, all right? I hope I'm not in trouble when I leave here. All right. <laughs> From... <laughs> From this situation, <laughs> Joseph is thrown into prison, okay? Not just any regular prison. He's thrown into the king's prison. prison. Um, but, once again, favor is not fair, okay? Genesis 39 and 21. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Once again, Joseph's character. He was set over prisoners. Okay? Mind you, these are probably Egyptians' prisoners because they belong to the king. This shows that Joseph could handle with maturity things that were given to him. And if you put me over a prison that I am, I don't know if I could be like Paul and stay there, okay? I might get the keys and bust out. Okay? While in prison, Joseph was blessed enough to use his gift, okay? Like I say, we're going to go through things in life, correct? Okay. Can God still trust us, no matter our hardest situation, can God still trust us to handle our gifts properly, okay? We could be hurt, but we have to know uh, how to operate out of grace and not hurt. Right. Okay? Because this happens. Right? Alright. And think about this. It was a gift that got Joseph in trouble. But now it's going to be a gift that gets Joseph out of trouble. The dreamer is now going to become an interpreter of dreams. Okay? There was a butler and a baker. And both of them had a dream. And... This, this hit me today when I was reading it again. Joseph looked at them and said, why are you down? Well, I'm in prison. Why are you down? Okay. So think about this. In prison, Joseph had enough character that he was wondering and concerned about other people and why they were down. Okay. So Joseph interpreted their dreams. They saw the dreams to be good. And in three days, they were released from the prison. It was interpretation of the dream. Okay? 
we know that the butler was elevated back elevated uh, to being a butler for the king, but the baker uh, was killed. The butler, two years later, remembers Joseph after Pharaoh has a dream. Remember, he was an interpreter. The butler says to the king, I know somebody who can interpret this. We have something that nobody else has, okay? There are things going on in the world that people do not know what's going on with them spiritually, right. okay? We have people having dreams that don't know what they're going, what's going on with them, right? Mm -hmm. We have to be at the right place, the right time, and care enough to maybe go ahead and answer right. them questions, right. okay? Uh, so Joseph was brought out of the prison, cleaned up, and was standing before Pharaoh. This is the king, okay? So this gives light to the proverb, a man's gift will make room for him and brings him before great men, okay? <clears throat> now think about this. He was a 17-year-old boy taking the instructions from his father. Never once did he imagine having a conversation with a king. Never once. Being gifted caused a whole bunch of heartache and pain, but it ended up landing him in front of a very powerful man. All right, now this is where it hurts just a little bit, right? Amen. Sometimes we want to be gifted but can't handle what comes with the gift. Right. Okay? That's true. Like I said, he was before a king. A king that had already threw a couple people in prison that you were with. You know what he's going to do to you if you speak crazy or if you don't act the way that you were supposed to act? We can want to be a pastor. We can want to preach. But we don't have the heart of God to cry out for people. So we have to examine what, what do we really desire? Can I handle what I desire? Can I handle what I want? Mm -hmm. We may want discernment of spirit, but are mature enough to pray for that person when we find out what they're going through or what is on right. them. Right. Okay? All of this, I think, of, of, of Joseph. He was put in a this, uh, in, a, in a situation where he had to make mature decisions. We want to prophesy. Okay? But we be bold enough to prophesy something bad and to stand on it. I think about Samuel and Eli. Samuel, at a young age, prophesied to Eli, you're, 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 uh, you're going to be in destruction soon. Because of what your children are doing, you're going to be in destruction Think about that. That takes real gifting and boldness. Mm -hmm. So we have to make sure that we have the character to go along with our gifting. All right. It was the gift that got Joseph in front of Pharaoh, but it was the character that kept him there. Pharaoh's dream, okay? Like I said, we've been here a while. We know what it was. Seven years. Famine. I mean, seven years of great plenty, okay? Seven years of plenty, and then seven years of famine. Joseph was wise enough that he was able to get in that position. Not only did he interpret, but he gave wisdom on what to do. 
and this put him in position. He gave glory to God and suggested a solution. We're going to be thrown in the middle of, I don't know how many problems, daily. Okay? We have to walk with maturity. All right. So we know that the seven years happen of, of, of plenty, and then the seven years of famine happen. Well, it wasn't just a famine for Egypt. It was a famine for the whole land. So Joseph's brothers had to come to him. Can you imagine you standing there, and the people who've done so much hurt, so much harm, took you away from your father and your mother, and now they're standing in front of you? This happens every day, right? Sometimes we have to face a person that hurts us every day. Joseph's dream was coming to pass right before his eyes. He had an opportunity to get even. But his character allowed him to act in grace rather than anger. The same thing with our character. We cannot, let, we cannot get so offended with people that we act out of anger, that we act out of spite, okay? Because at the end of the day, we know it's about what? It's about their soul. Right. Am I teaching good? Okay, amen. Somebody told me, he said, when everybody's quiet, that just means they're listening. Right. So I hope that's the case. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We want our character to be after Jesus. Matthew 5 and 44 says, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, and do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. Joseph had a chance to really just do whatever he wanted to with his brothers. We know that he messed with them a little bit, okay? He sent him then back to his father, told his father, uh, told them to bring his younger son, the younger brother back so that he can see them. He was testing their character, I believe, to see if they were treating the younger brother the same way that they treated him, okay? At the end of the day, Joseph was able to bless his family. The dream had come to pass. This brings us into a very, very great thing. How was Joseph a shadow of Christ? Anybody? We have this story of Joseph and all that he went through. Okay? Anybody? Grace. What's that? Grace. He acted in grace. Okay? He acted in grace. Jesus came to his own, what the Bible says, and they, they, they received him not. Okay? His brothers, uh, Joseph's brothers wouldn't even receive him. But Joseph was still able to act in grace. Anything else? I was really surprised when looking at this, uh, um, how much he actually relates to Jesus. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. Okay? It didn't matter what they did to him. He was hated by his brothers. Joseph was sold for silver. Jesus was sold for silver. Joseph was tempted. After being put in a position of authority, he was tempted. 
right? He could have easily laid with Potiphar's wife, but he did not, okay? We know that Jesus right. was tempted in all ways, but sin not, okay? He was falsely accused, Joseph was. Falsely accused. We know Jesus was the same way. Jesus was falsely accused. This was a good one. Joseph was put in prison with two criminals. Jesus hung on the cross next to two criminals. We see one ended up dying in each case, and one ended up being blessed. They both saved people from death. Okay? Pharaoh's dream talked about a great famine. A famine like they had never seen in the land before. Nobody's eating, they're dying. Right? So Joseph was a type of savior in that day. Okay? Yes. He was a place of refuge for people to come into and get food. Same thing for Jesus. Jesus is our savior for today and forever. Right. Okay? He is a place of refuge. We can run into him and be safe. Amen? Amen. Joseph was a shadow of Christ. And we must be a shadow of Christ. How do we do that? Going back over this lesson, we have to remember who we are. Okay? I always say it. If you remember who you are, I'm sorry, if you remember whose you are, you can know who you are. Right. Okay? We must be confident in our lineage and heritage. We must know where we come from. Right. We must know that we are from Jesus Christ. Yes. Okay? Amen. Carrying on the covenant. Joseph carried a covenant from Abraham. We have to carry this covenant from Jesus. Okay? Right. Love, peace, joy, gentleness, goodness, meekness. Okay? Walking in the favor of God. Walking in the favor that God has placed on our lives. And the biggest thing is aligning our character after that of Joseph and after that of Jesus. Letting this mind be in us which was also in Christ Jesus. Amen? Yes. Every day it's about souls. We have been given what? The ministry of reconciliation. Right. Mm -hmm. We can be superheroes of today. We can, we can provide salvation, a path to salvation for today. And we can be just like Joseph and Jesus. Amen? Amen. Amen. Do we have any questions? Any questions at all? all right. Any comments? Anything you learned? Bishop? I think that um, <coughs> um, if you have a calling, mm -hmm. and Joseph at least had the favor of God when he had the dreams, and didn't they actually know what the calling was? Yeah. And all kinds of things happened to him, Potiphar's house and the prison, and mm -hmm. he got lifted up, and then put down, yeah. lifted up, put down. But it didn't seem like he ever lost his purpose. No. He'd stick with his calling, if you want, if we call it that. Mm -hmm. I think the calling come into light when he, when he was uh, in Pharaoh's house, and he's elevated to the to the position where he, he dreamed about in the first place. 
So uh, I guess I would say if you feel like you get a calling, mm -hmm. stick with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even if it don't look like people, other people have, think you maybe you don't, stick with the calling if you feel like you have it. What happened to him? What happened to him? Yeah, no, that, other people didn't feel like he had it, but his brothers. Uh -huh. And uh, he, he went on, and all kinds of other negative things happened, but all through it, he, he stuck with his purpose with God, and it paid off for him. And, and I, I, got, I told someone one time, I don't know if it was, cream always comes to the top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the true with God's things. You always, if you got a place mm -hmm. uh, in, in the kingdom, and you, 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 uh, you let it use you to do good, then it'll always come to the top. Absolutely. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Pastor, but I believe, and I've seen, and, and just, you know, with myself, when you walk in your calling, that is really brings you closer to God. Okay? When you ignore your calling, it's really hard to have a relationship or the relationship that you want with God. Okay? Because it's in your calling that God teaches you along the way. All right? And that's why it's very important that we do know our calling. Like you say, Joseph, uh, 17, having dreams. Okay? His dreams brought him to his calling. He had to continue in that. Had to. Anything else? A um, couple things. Uh, just in regards to uh, Joseph's coat, mm -hmm. um, I mean, the, uh, I, I've heard it said, and I kind of tend to agree with it, that his, uh, his coat uh, really represented his virginity, and that he didn't, you know, you know, he, he, he saved himself mm -hmm. until marriage, because um, in the the story and how the story goes, uh, some of the other sons were squandering their uh, virginity and they weren't sexually pure and because mm -hmm. uh, Reuben, he defiled his father's bed, and then Judah, he's kind of, you know, doing his own thing, and, but uh, Joseph is, you know, holding on to his uh, purity and uh, then you have Potiphar's wife mm -hmm. trying to like, get to him and he says no and uh, different things like that. So, and yeah. he's only, he only gets married to one wife, so uh -huh. two. So, and then uh, I guess in regards to his dreams, uh, his dreams didn't really come true till he helped other people uh -huh. fulfill, till he interpreted other people's dreams. So, I guess if you want to see your dreams fulfilled, you gotta interpret other people's dreams. Yeah. Well, yeah. You have to have the character to want to help people. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a good point. I've never heard that about the coat, but I mean that that's that's something another thing to think about. Okay? That is definitely another thing to think about and look look at and learn from. Okay? Anyway. Yeah. Well, every time I read uh, Joseph, I always think of Romans eight twenty eight, you know, that God works yeah. all things together for the good of those who love God and call according to his purpose, right? And that's sort yeah. of like his sort of summary statement when 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 his brother, you know, when the father dies and the brothers are like, okay, well, he's got no reason now. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and he basically says, you know, 
all of us would have starved to death if, if you didn't do what you did, even though mm -hmm. he doesn't pull any punches, he doesn't say, oh, you guys just made a mistake, and he's like, you did this for an evil purpose. Yeah. But God worked it for good. God worked it for good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think that's a big thing because we look at people and we look at great people in the kingdom, right? But if you would listen to their stories and what they've been through, it kind of reminds you of Joseph, right? Because a lot of people who are really like really being used by the Lord and some people we even look after, okay, we look up to. If you would look at their testimony and what God has done for them and they stuck with it time after time and time again, I think it's a great testimony to that scripture, you know. Um, Anybody else? We're doing okay on time. We've got 10 minutes left, so. All right. Well, if that is it, can we go ahead and bow our heads and pray out? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we just thank you for this evening, Lord God. Thank you for the teaching, Lord. We just pray, Lord, that what we have learned here tonight, that we are able to apply it to our lives, oh God, that we may please you, Lord. We want to be busy in your kingdom, oh God, and we want to lead people to you. Use us as a light shining in this world, oh God, that people may see salvation, that they may see you in us, oh God. We pray for this now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Appreciate everybody. We appreciate everybody. All right. I hope I hope we got something from it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it.